0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of uh, The Right Podcast. I'm Menahil Khan, and today I have with me Ms. Amna Beg. Amna Beg started her career in 2016 with the Pakistan police. Um, she's wor- she currently works as an STPO at Gosar uh, Complex in Islamabad. She's worked in Gujarat, in Rawalpindi, and with the FC in, in Islamabad as well. Um, she works for the rights of children, for the rights of women in increasing their access to justice. She's done a degree in business from NAST and is currently doing uh, an NLB degree from the University of London as well, which is quite impressive considering um, the amount of work that she does on the daily with uh, with the police. And um, she's also worked on creating units within Rawalpindi and Islamabad in increasing access to justice for women. So um, Amna, this is some commendable work that you've done. I see what you're doing on Twitter around you know Islamabad as well. And it's really impressive and we'd love to know more about it. Um, so if you could just, you know, tell us a bit about your journey within uh, the civil service and how you started your career and what sort of pushed you towards working uh, for the rights of marginalized and vulnerable groups such as women and children.
1: Uh, Thank you so much for having me, Minail. I mean, uh, your organization is doing wonderful work and I'm always following, you know, your publications. So thank you for having me here. Um, Yeah, uh, definitely uh, the the journey, uh, as I say. Uh, is uh, it started in 2016 as you know uh, but uh, before that I, I as you mentioned i have a degree in economics and yeah. uh, throughout my university my father was a civil servant so i know what i knew what civil servants civil service was and uh, i always knew that this is the career that i wanted for myself and uh, back then um, there wasn't much awareness around it uh, as it is today however because i grew up with an environment where my father used to take me to his office he used to show this kind of work that he was doing so I I always knew that, you know, this is eventually the the goals that, that I had set for myself. And uh, exactly uh, as soon as I got done with my degree, I uh, sat the civil services exam. And uh, then I got allocated to police service of Pakistan, which was my choice. And uh, it's been a wonderful
0: five years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it's been great. Yeah. So police service, why, mm-hmm. what kind of, you know, um what pushed you to go into the police service? Considering that's something that we don't really see a lot of women going into. It's not, it's a very male-dominated field. Um, people are not really encouraged, mm-hmm. people don't encourage women to go into it. Uh, so what made you choose that? Uh, I think uh, exactly that
1: reason, you know. Yeah. This was exactly the reason that I joined the service, uh, Sorry, police service of Pakistan. Because I did not see a lot of women there. Yeah. And in fact, uh, I, uh, I used to think that, you know, more than... Uh, half of the country's population is women. And, you know, when we talk about uh, fundamental rights, when we talk about security, we talk about justice, etc. So, and then there is this cultural taboo of women going to police station and, uh, you know, it's not considered something good. So, if something goes wrong with a woman, a man is supposed to handle that and the man of the house would... But what if you you have an issue with the man of the house? What do you do then? Uh, So, uh, all these thoughts uh, together and uh, I think... uh, Then again, uh, I had seen a lot of crime documentaries. (laughs) So I was just interested in doing what, you know, these detectives used to do. But uh, generally it was, uh, uh, you know, I I always knew somehow that, you know, this is the sort of thing that I want to do. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, but it's great the fact that you are in this field now and, um, you know, I see you really trying to change the image and uh, of the police Mm -hmm. because we've generally seen that, you Mm -hmm. know, especially with law enforcement agencies, Mm -hmm. there is that image that comes with it that, oh, you know, they might not... Mm -hmm. Really be there to Mm -hmm. um, to increase accessibility to ensure inclusivity. But with you, I see that you know you're really making that impact. Mm -hmm. And um, so I just wanted to know now that you're part of the police and considering you know that Mm -hmm. it is still a very male dominated Mm -hmm. field, how has it been for you? How's that journey been for you as a woman? Working with the police, working with um, criminals, working with those people Mm -hmm. who are often, you know, the perpetrators of very heinous crimes against women. So when they see you there, how does it um, how does it impact them and how do you respond to it?
1: Uh, I think uh, it has been very rewarding, I'd say, um, you know, I mean, extremely rewarding and uh, Alhamdulillah. And then uh, again, the journey in the department, which is very male dominated, as you mentioned, I feel uh, that I've been very lucky uh, that I've had always had seniors who have been very supportive and very inclusive. Like I've never felt that, you know, I'm being discriminated against because uh, I, I'm a lady or, or or a woman. No, no, I've never felt that. In fact, i think once you wear the uniform your your gender disappears you're just an officer and that's exactly how the seniors see you and and even the juniors you're you're under command they, that's i've never felt that you know there is um, uh, they're not making me do something because I'm a woman or making me do something because no no, it doesn't work like that in fact I always jokingly say that you know we we work uh, more than the the men the ma- male colleagues because all of the districts uh, you know gender related crimes come to us even if they are not in our jurisdiction uh, so yeah it has uh, like I don't know, So even though I was expecting it, I'd say, like, yeah. you know, how you have this idea of police stations just being a male-dominated public space. But uh, after I joined the service, I realized that there are a lot of misconceptions regarding police. And one of them is that maybe if a female joins, she would be discriminated against. There's no such thing.
0: That's really good to know. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's so important also, the fact that, you know, there are more women within the police yeah. service. And I think this needs to, the number really needs to increase. Because as you said, that there's so many gender-related issues. And all those cases, then they come to the you know to the few women who are in the field. Mm-hmm. Um, so in this, uh, I mean, in relation to this, I was uh, looking at the harassment reporting unit yeah. that you've um, established in Rawalpindi and the helpline in Islamabad mm-hmm. as well. And what is the idea behind this? What does the unit do? Mm-hmm. And uh, what kind of you know what are some of the major impediments that it's easy, that it seeks to sort of uh, remove in relation to access to justice?
1: Okay, so Vinayal, uh, uh, after, I, uh, I, 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 after I took my charge uh, in Pindi, the first time I took my charge, after three months of that, uh, my staff came up to me and they started saying that, you know, madam, since you have joined, we, we have a lot more uh, female complaints coming in. And then again, uh, I started using social media and we were getting a lot of, uh, uh, you know, uh, complaints through social media. People s- somehow, uh, you know, got access to a police officer and... Uh, which was probably, according to, I feel that in their minds it wasn't accessible before. So uh, then there was a lot of complaints coming through social media as well. And uh, I there was one thing that I realized after I, I used to speak to all the victims uh, over social media or people who were getting in touch with me through people they'd say that we don't want to come to a police station so can you sort our issue without us visiting the police station so i realized that there is this mental barrier that exists uh, in in terms of police station and uh, one of the reasons i believe was that like we all think that you know it's only male officers there yeah. and uh, to counter that and to to have a force which is uh, so the idea was that even if we we are getting a call at 2 a.m. in the morning or 5 a.m. in the morning, and if we, even if it's getting we are getting it from like Tharar or Gorda, etc., uh, the responding team would be ladies. Yeah. So generally, when you call 1-5, the police mobile goes, right? But most of these gender-based crimes, uh, women are more comfortable speaking to women. And we saw that most of the times when there were calls from neighbors, you know, that we are hearing something going on in our uh, in our neighbor's house and, you know, maybe a woman is being beaten up. So when the police would respond, they'd be like, oh, we don't want to report. But... I think the reason is that most of the time the women are not comfortable talking to uh, a male police officer in the middle of the night for whatever reason. Maybe she's just scared of the husband being around, etc, etc. So that is why that is how we decided that, you know, the responding team would be ladies and even they would not the facilitation center where we would be bringing the victim would be all uh, female staff. So this is this was the idea behind uh, the gender unit, and uh, it's doing great. I mean, we have a toll-free helpline, twenty-four-seven. The walk-in station is also twenty-four-seven. It's uh, nicely made up. Uh, uh, we we call it a facilitation center. We have uh, a staff of all lady officers. So uh, and it has had a wonderful response in the first, uh, I believe, uh, one and a half months that uh, we inaugurated in two thousand uh, May two thousand and twenty-one. So it's been one and a half one and uh, the data shows excellent results i mean most of the complaints that we are getting are resolved uh, women are more comfortable we are we are getting uh, more more crimes are being reported so the success in the project lies in the fact that more people are using the helpline more women are using so in a way we are we i believe we have tried to somehow uh, in, uh, ease out the access to justice which was not probably not so much for women before this yeah
0: so within this unit who how do you register the FIR how do women go about that because I feel one of the major roadblocks Mm -hmm. for women in addition to the fact Mm -hmm. as you mentioned is that when they interact when their first interaction Mm -hmm. is with um is with men they feel very overwhelmed and I Mm -hmm. think they're not able to sort of explain what they're going through at the time and which becomes which becomes an issue when you're reporting a crime Um, but in addition to that I think it's also um, that many women don't know of you know their of their um, of of the legal remedies that they have and mm-hmm. they're not very mm-hmm. aware of the law they're not very aware yeah. of the procedure so what does the unit do in relation to that whether it's you know registering an FIR or knowing which um you know clause applies to a particular offense whether it's domestic yeah. violence whether it's a case of harassment um how does how do you facilitate that through this unit
1: okay so when I'll uh, exactly see uh, in the first month uh, after we we uh, we went over the data and we all the senior officers sat down and we saw what was happening and we realized that there were a lot of complaints but not everybody wanted an FIR. There were small petty issues and they were getting resolved but there were FIRs as well. There were around like seven to eight FIRs. And uh, uh, after the first month, uh, the current IG, I think he's a a visionary and he's very open to this debate about gender. And he has always uh, encouraged us to do more in terms of, you know, providing access to justice to children and transgenders and women. So um, uh, we have now been directed. And now what we are trying to do is that we are. First, what we were doing was that we were registering the FIRs in the uh, concerned police station, the jurisdiction. However, uh, Islamabad has a women police station and basically the gender protection unit is, uh, I'd say, an offshoot of that women police station. And now what we've started doing is we are registering the FIRs in the unit because it comes under the women police station. So that is also a big success uh, and I
0: hope uh, it goes well in the future. Yeah. That's very good to know. And um, generally, I think, you know, when we're discussing access to justice and um, not just women, but I think all over... People don't really know their legal remedies. Yeah. uske so, liye what is the police doing in relation to that? Are there any you know campaigns, yeah. you know awareness campaigns? Like you know this is if this happens to you, this is a crime. This is something that you can report. This is a, the legal remedy that you have. Um, because generally, ham log iske upar kafi research karte hain. Or every time we interact with any stakeholders, their biggest voice ki they like hamen tu hi pata hi nahi hai. Hamen hmm. nahi pata ki CRPC kya, kya kerti hai, PPC yeah. me konsi crimes hai. Yeah. So I think ye bahut bada ek issue hai jiski especially the marginalized hamari communities hai wo aur zyada inequalities so you know what um, you know is the is the police in any way doing something for that also ji uh, you know? absolutely i uh,
1: i think that i should like i would like to mention over here first of all you said, we have cases where women come in and they are just seeking legal advice. So most of the times, women would come to either my office or go to the police station and tell them that, you know, we uh, ask them that if they can help with their khula. Mm-hmm. Or maybe if they, if we could tell them that, you know, what would, what would happen if she gets a khula? Would she get the kids? Would she get any money? Yeah. So you get what I mean that, you know, uh, I, I, I don't think this was happening before. Now people are more aware because of the access to social media, internet, etc. Yeah. However, yes, mm, uh, uh, this uh, in terms of, you know, them knowing that domestic violence is wrong and this should be reported. Uh, we we are still way behind. Like the community needs to come together. And isme I feel, Minail, uh, only police cannot do much. Of course. Uh, uh, because you know Ye community ka masla hai, The community needs to come together and uh, uh, we have had even calls like I think five, six calls where the neighbors have called us and told us that, you know, there is something uh, going on in the house next to ours and you should check. And in cases, when we have responded, the women have come forward. Hmm. so uh, it is a joint responsibility even though we are trying on our end we are we are trying to bring everybody on board we are trying to uh, engage them in the this conversation and uh, ask them to you know tell women that there is a helpline 24 7 hmm. for them 8090 call anytime from anywhere islamabad and report it however again it's it's police uh, we, we, we are the police we are not an advertising agency yeah. so we need to we, we We can't do much about that. However, people have been very kind. We have had some really good partners who have tried to disseminate the message. Uh, But I believe that... The community, the community yeah. really, really needs to, you know, uh, it, it's not just the people around you, like you, you can't say strangers would call up, it should be the family members, yeah. they should know if something is going wrong in somebody's life and they, they're very scared to, you know, report it, just give them the confidence, tell them, you know, this is how you can get help and help them. Uh, get the help yeah. so wo responsibility and responsibility we all should come together for absolutely, that absolutely
0: because I think in terms of the police just the fact that you a uh, women centric uh, unit hai, which you know infrastructurally mm-hmm. is also really good Jiske andar, matlab, you have people who are trained to deal with mm-hmm. uh, gender related issues this in itself is a big it's mm-hmm. it's monumental mm-hmm. but I think iske going forward I think we have uh, societal uh, norms they have change mm-hmm. our ideas hai, unko bhi thoda change karna you know, generally, domestic violence issue this is something which is you know confined to the house. And you know, people outside of the house should not hmm. be commenting hmm. on it. So I think you know, um, in addition to what's happening at this level, hmm. there also needs to be, you know, campaigns and you know going forward. through the legal remedies, or hmm. I mean, you know, what I think really what's really important is that. Jo misconceptions in people's that when you go to the police, yeah. you will not be hurt. when yeah. you go to the police, you will undermine I think this is very And this, I mean, not just for women and gender related issues, but I think all over. And upar, I feel that you know the police is now really kind of, you know, working towards changing that yeah. image. But what do you think, um, ki, you know, short term, long term, what reforms or structural changes are necessary that bias Police we can kind of, you know, um start re reimagining them or, um, you know, kind of unlearning some of the things that we have thought perceptions regarding, you know, um a law enforcement agency, especially. So, what, you know, what is it? I want I always say
1: that, most of the times when people are uh, saying something about police or talking about something about police, uh, it's it's the second hand experience it's hmm. not the first hand so you'd read something somewhere and then you you know like form an opinion about that particular department and this is exactly what was going uh, before I joined the police service this is exactly how you I used to think I used to think there are good and bad people everywhere mistakes happen and uh, you know this the whole department is like that in fact i feel that we all should be very socially responsible when we're talking about such an important <coughs> department which is basically providing the emergency help right uh, usme hota ye hai ki agar aapne koi aisi baat irresponsibly kar li shayad usme beech mein sadakat na bhi ho
0: yeah
1: aur ek banda jisko shayad help chahiye a ya ek khatoon jisko help chahiye she she doesn't call for help because she has that perception about that department because of what you said or what yeah, you did so course. ye cheez bhi deal because se second hand experience hai indirect impact it's yeah. forward they don't come forward because b-
0: jo, cool na, perception who will interact with you yeah. se, matlab, you know yeah. secondary victimization yeah. 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 so you know that's I think something that really needs to change and yeah. um, I do see that you know उपर, मतलब, I see you doing a lot of work on that and you know so which is why I really want to know that there is some institutionalized program within the police right now through you are trying actively to change the perceptions of people
1: absolutely ji uh, perception uh, uh, you know is extremely extremely important and we realize that and just you a lot of people about the police department and we realize this and Because of that, all of the good work that the police is doing is not being highlighted and this is not fair. This is not fair neither to the department and neither to the people who who want help and they're probably not getting it because, you know, they have some sort of wrong perception about the department. Uh, to usme ji aisa hai we, we are trying our best we are trying our best a very good campaign they have started in which they have called the RAPTA campaign called Islamabad Police and in that Minal what we are doing is that uh, all the officers go out of their offices they walk in the market they take their police officers along and they speak to people so if you are you are just going around to shop you are just going around to walk aapke paas aenge, we go to parks we go to markets we go to all these public spaces where we feel that people come and yeah. we talk to them we ask them if there are any issues because we feel that a lot of people do not have the direct interaction that should they should have That's so true. that they actually know what police is like. So we're campaign, our team we all go, and you would not be you would be amazed to know how, what the reactions are. People are like, oh my God, we can't believe this. Like, you know, this is the first time I'm meeting a police officer or I'm talking to one yeah. and, you know, I'm not scared. I'm So this is the, these are the few things that we're trying to do. Again, uh, um, the social media campaign, we try our best that we can tell what uh, uh, you know what initiatives we have taken for them, how we want to engage the community, and what we are doing in that yeah. the, in that way. So, these all things are happening, and hopefully, I mean, it's going to take some time, but I think uh, that because this medium is now available to us, before TV, उस तरह से accessible नहीं होता था police को इतना ज़्यादा या अखबार जो थे उसमें खबर जो है वो again वो किसी और के through लगती थी. Yeah. Lekin social media ने एक जो बहुत बड़ा हम लोगों को advantage दिया है वो direct interaction ho gaya hai. now Indeed. people see us as humans. They realize they know who the person is, the one who's wearing the uniform, yeah, right? Behind the uniform. Well, yeah. You look at them as people then. Yeah, and then you relate to them. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing that they can like, oh, so they watch Netflix. Uh-huh. Tarah pe so those things are very important, I believe.
0: Ki kuch- kuch- yeah. So, you have a Khuli system? So, what is this? Is this also in line with the whole, you know, your image uh, changing jo ek campaign? Hai? Is this part je, of that too? The Rapta campaign, which is that it's Khuli And what we do.
1: Is that uh, I, I recently tweeted something as well about how I saw that in uh, for the for the first time I saw that there were half the women in kulikacheri sorry half the participants in the Kuli were women, hmm. which was a big deal for me because you know I'm I'm always interested in knowing how women are participating why they are not participating so Kuli Kachery we walked to the communities uh, for example हम Christian community which is F7 and we said instead of you coming to us we will come to you and campaign ki hi ek extension hai and we sat with them we discussed we had an hour or two long conversation my sp sahab was with me uh, my sho was with me so we all went together we spoke to them they spoke to us and we we heard them out so yes ye bhi again we, what we do is that once a week we go to any community uh, kahi pe bhi kabhi hum madars mein chale jate hain kabhi hum in communities ke paas chale jate hain aur hum jate hain and we tell them that we have come for you so what is a notion hai na, ke police wala police station se nikalta nahi hai ya afsar jo hai wo apne daftaron mein baithe rehte hain mm-hmm. so it's basically to
0: shut that. Okay, so that's really interesting. And when we spoke earlier, you were talking about, you know, children's rights. Yeah. that's also something that you're particularly interested, yeah. and you go into, you know, yeah. different institutions. And so like, you know, what are some of the major issues that you see? But uh, related cases, uh, related to not that. related to
1: I feel that one of the big issues in Islamabad, I will tell you that it is a beggary. It happens here because hai, they don't know what's happening, right? And uh, then again, uh, dealers, they take them properly. It's a proper business. So, we have worked a lot on that and the reason is that, uh, you know, we have worked with the uh, Ministry of Human Rights as well. And they have now built a child protection centre in this moment. And this is the fact that they were being misused. And the police have बहुत ज़्यादा काम in the In fact, they handlers been in the way of safe houses, which are in the way of safe houses, safe houses, which are in the way of So that because a, a child does not know what's right or wrong, Absolutely. he's being misused. So we have to say but we are trying our best, and the police have handlers, who are the so the child is suffering, the handler is earning money. Of course. So the small issues for us are very important. Maybe we, we got a lot of backlash on this as well. I don't know what the police are doing. The idea is that you need to understand that it is costing us our future you know hmm. the children uh, are being kept from school the children are not uh getting uh the sort of social services that they they should be getting at yeah. that particular age and again most importantly uh it is actually favoring somebody else and they are just being misused hmm. so so we are hoping that inshallah inshallah we will be able to uh, do maximum for these kids yeah
0: I mean, that's really good. Um, generally, you know, this is a very personal sort of like, you know, thing that I was thinking about was, you know, because all day your day job is such that you're exposed to so many issues mm-hmm. in any particular day, whether it's relating to women, to mm-hmm. children. Does that, how does that affect you personally? As you said, you know, you are a person behind that uniform. So, you know, how does it, how do you kind of, you know, take off, how do you go, to, how do you switch off from your police role into like, you know, that of a, of a woman who yeah. you know, married and... Yeah with the family yeah
1: I mean yeah I think uh, I've been very lucky with a very supportive husband and a very supportive uh, family of in-laws and uh, I don't think I'd be able to do much of my work if I was not getting their support and it's the support is not just in terms of you know physical stuff that they do for me or they my mother-in-law maintains the house etc it's also the emotional support that I get from my husband they, he's always there it's very emotionally draining the job hmm. you know at the end of the day you're just dealing with negativity you, you're either dealing with criminals or you're dealing with victims so somehow you know it does impact you I feel that uh, in the past five years I have changed as a person uh, so if you do not have the right support I believe uh, yeah it would have been very difficult but we try I try to maintain uh, you know my my personal life uh, by going out with my husband and doing the normal things that a normal person would do <laughs> yeah. uh, and yes I, I try not to think about work when I'm out with him yeah
0: okay that's good Um, and generally you know at a parting uh, you know on a parting note ke, um our many uh, people who listen to this podcast are students mm-hmm. and are young professionals. What would your advice be to them? And especially, you know, if they're aspirants for, of, you know, the police service or yeah. generally civil service, ke, to, kya kuch you know, what would you suggest to them? What would you recommend?
1: Uh, toh, there is uh, there is uh, no shortcut to, uh, you know, civil services. You can't just say I academy whatever. It's uh, You need to put in the required hard work. There's yeah. no way, no other way around it. And uh, the second would be that uh, it's doable like a lot of people have this perception about civil services that you know probably so many people fail only very like 2% pass etc cetera, etc cetera. so this is i think it's a wrong perception uh, uh, it's it's a uh, it's a doable exam uh, you just need to put in the required amount of hard work and you are able to do it and finally uh, for the families i i say that you know just support the women who have joined the service or they are in the process of joining so you have no idea how wonderful they would be or the the sort of things that they would be contributing towards the future of Pakistan yeah
0: thank you so much Amna and thank you so much for taking out the time for this you've done some great work I've looked at you know the harassment reporting unit in Pindi looked at some of the data that's come out of it and it's amazing you know the things that you're able to achieve just by you know making and I think it's so important for there to be more representation within our civil service and within our police department as well because I think a lot of these are because you have women at these positions who can sort of you know guide the entire reform process or who can guide like our policy as well yeah. uh, in relation to inclusivity um so um thank you so much amna and it was great having you thank you so much for tuning into this podcast and uh, we look forward to bringing you lots more thank you